This is Content Academy. On today's show, we've got the Instagram expert, Sue B. Zimmerman. So Sue talks about a lot of stuff that will help you as a blogger and an online business owner from promoting content across multiple platforms to how you need to show up every day, all the way through to what the end game is and how you actually should be looking to reach that goal. And she tears us a new one quite literally. Creating great content, finding an audience, building engagement monetizing your blog this is content academy yes hello and you're very welcome along to the content academy podcast i'm phil mcgrath joined as i am every week by paul carfrey phil what's up how's it going good 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 and oh boy have we got a show today uh this one is a bit of a meaty one it kind of runs a little bit longer than our normal but it is absolutely jam-packed full of valuable nuggets it certainly is. It's a really fun podcast. We talk about silk boxers. We get our Instagram account torn to shreds. And we also get such a brilliant podcast on strategy of how to run your Instagram account, but also your online business. It, it truly is an exceptional episode. And, you know, Sue B. Zimmerman, she knows her stuff. Yeah. As Paul has alluded to, Sue B, the Instagram expert, is our guest today. She is the creator of online Instagram courses such as Ready, Set, Gram. She's a creative live instructor, speaker, um, and do you know what? 18 businesses she's had. She is a serial entrepreneur, and she really knows her business inside and out, Paul. Yeah, she really does, and very generous with her time, and really you know, got to grips with the ins and outs of what it takes to run a successful online business and runs through some of the fundamentals, how to promote across a number of platforms, not necessarily just Instagram and, and how to, you know, sort out your end goal as well. So great show. If you're running an online business, you're a blogger, you're just, you know, looking to get started, no matter what end of the spectrum you're on, there's something in this episode for you. So, you know, sit back, relax and enjoy. Or if you're in the gym, work harder, and enjoy it more yep there you go folks we will hand it over to the instagram expert and we'll catch up with you at the end of the show this is content academy yes so as i said we have the instagram expert sue b zimmerman on the line sue how the hell are you i am friggin' awesome today here in boston overlooking my office at all the beautiful buildings it's pretty it's a clear nice day i do not need a hat or a scarf or gloves. So I'm happy. Well, it's quite ironic, actually. I've been following your Instagram stories and the view, folks, if you haven't, go and check out Sue's Instagram stories for the view. <laughs> but I noticed it had been snowing of late in Boston. Am I right? Yes, that's all washed away with the rain. And um, today's like 44 degrees. I It's so funny. The weather here has been really up and down, but we've had a very, very mild winter for Boston. So well, it's actually started snowing in Dublin this evening. There you go. There you you go. can have all the you can have all the snow. <laughs> I, I, I I moved into a high rise apartment building from a house, and I no longer have to shovel my driveway, so I'm really happy. <laughs> oh, hilarious! And I'm doing the opposite. I'm going from an apartment into a house <laughs> with that snow there. Maybe I will be shoveling things. So there's a spare shovel going. You know where to send it. <laughs> okay. So Sue, I suppose before we get into the nuts and bolts of today's show, you might just give our audience a little bit of background about you. So kind of where you came from and what you're up to at the moment. 
Sure. So I have always been a passionate entrepreneur ever since I was a little girl. Um, at 13, I had my first business. And since then, I have had 18. Yep, you heard me correctly. Different businesses, uh, mainly in the consumer product space. But four and a half years ago, I entered into this online education space. And I absolutely love teaching other business owners how to have more success online, specifically using my favorite social media platform, Instagram. 18 businesses, Sue. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I think yeah, you could my... probably cover a whole podcast episode just speaking oh, yeah, you, about those. I, I could, yeah, I could just be your whole show. Yeah, my first it, my first one was right out of college My was my first million-dollar business, which was uh, silk screening on boxer shorts and selling them everywhere to all the college campuses, to Disney, to resorts. This is before boxer shorts were worn as like novelty boxers or outerwear by girls. Hmm. So I started, I started this trend, which was really fun. Straight out of college. That's pretty impressive. And yeah. now, of course, you are the Instagram expert. Um, I suppose give our audience a bit of a flavor about what you do as the Instagram expert. Yeah. So, you know, the reason I, you know, I'm the Instagram expert on Instagram. That's my username. That was the name I snatched when I decided to teach Instagram, but it really, uh, evolved out of being a business owner, like many of your listen listeners probably are. Like I had a retail store on Cape Cod in Massachusetts selling clothing, jewelry, and accessories. And I worked very intimately with a lot of designers and artists to create unique branded products for my brand, Subi Doo. So I had that store for six years. I also taught social media when I wasn't running that summer boutique. And I taught everything, but I didn't know anything about Instagram until I noticed that my teenage twin daughters were on it and I got their attention and they looked at me like, okay, mom, you're not going to teach Instagram now, are you? <laughs> I'm like, okay, if you guys are on Instagram, if you're on Instagram, I know I need to at least find out what it is because pay attention to your teenagers. They're setting the next mobile trend. And my, so I did, I embraced it. I learned it. I read every blog post at the time there were only 140 million monthly active users. And now at the time of this recording, there are over 600 million monthly active users and climbing every day. But I started using it for my store and customers came in asking for things that I was posting. And in that specific summer that I started using it, my sales increased over 40%. And I was doing over six figures already. It was a successful little shop that I ran just in the summer. So I wasn't looking to pivot or start another business or change up much, but I did know from teaching social media that most small business owners struggle. They struggle with how to get more visibility online and how to do it correctly and which social platform to use and why and all these all these um, stressful <laughs> things going on in people's minds every day. And I had a lot of clarity around this space because I'm a visual learner and thinker. And I also know that people process photos 60,000 times faster than text. And ironically, eight years ago, one of my businesses, I was teaching people scrapbooking and how to embellish photos. And I was on QVC teaching literally how to decorate your photos with beads and threads using my double-sided tape. So I have always 
treasured my photos, my most prized possessions. I've mm. always, I was always the one in the family putting together the photo albums. I've always, you know, curating memories, saving memories. That was always kind of a little passion. And when I had this great success with my store and when I started teaching social media and realizing that so many people struggle with making money, and I fortunately have always been able to figure out how to make money doing what I love and following my gut and having fun doing it. And I've come to realize from teaching Instagram and speaking all over the world that this is not normal for most people. And so I now wake up with so much gratitude, not just because of where I live and the view that I have, but knowing that I'm doing my life purpose, I'm helping other people have success, and I'm really enjoying taking everything that I've learned throughout my life and applying it specifically to visual storytelling, which is super fun. Yeah, and might I say, you are very good at it. I love your brand, I love your photography, and I just love everything that you do. How to build and monetize your blog. This is Content Academy. You know, keeping up in this space is a daily, um, I don't, I don't want to say the word challenge because I'm not so challenged by it. Everything I do is with intention and strategy. It's a and constant I love marathon. It. But yeah, but if you want to stay top of mind and if you want other people talking about you and if you want to be an influencer or a leader in your industry, you have to commit to showing up. And so half of that, and this is where people struggle, is, is committing and doing it consistently. So I am consistently sharing free content that is entertaining, engaging, and educational. And my true personality comes out in everything that I do. So people really get a sense of me and my personality and what my core business values are. And when they get to know me and meet me in person, they're like, oh my gosh, you are that fun, high energy person yeah. that I see online. And, and, and so I always want to show up everywhere consistently as who I am, my true authentic self. And I think a lot of people struggle there as well. I think a lot of people are afraid to come into their own space, um, afraid of failure, afraid of how other people are going to judge you. And let me just tell you, I mean, not everyone is nice online like you guys are. I mean, I get really rude comments here and there and everywhere, and you just have to have really thick skin. But the majority of people who I come in contact with the people who comment on my Instagram stories and my Instagram posts, the people who sign up for my opt-in and the people who join my list end up being paying customers. And many of them end up being friends and it makes me happy. But I mean, that's, that's evident. That's evident by your, your Instagram stories as well. I mean, even just seeing Mr. Cody go for his walks. It, it this is this yeah. is part of your daily life. I mean, I actually remember watching your stories when you moved, and even I felt sorry for poor Mr. Cody because he he looked uh, a bit he looked a bit out of sorts because obviously yeah, it was a change was a in location. Um, yeah, my Instagram story today when I took him to the grocery store, which I'm allowed to do, which is interesting. He does not like the escalator. And so I showed him coming off the escalator and he oh, looked yeah, at me. Yeah. He looked at me like, oh my God, do I have to do this? So yeah, I mean, my dog, everyone tells me you need to have an Instagram 
account for Cody. I'm like, no, do you have any idea how much I do in a day? I cannot yeah. add that to my life. I don't need that stress. But I mean, yeah. I suppose then from, from starting out, I mean, how did you go about kind of putting together a content strategy for your site? So in terms of what types of blog posts you were going to write, how often yeah. you were going to publish? I love and... that you're asking me. Yeah, I mean, I love that you're asking me this. So I want all the listeners to know that I'm one of those fortunate business owners that has employees and has a team. And so Rachel Who Polish I also on follow. my- <laughs> Okay. So Rachel is hysterical. She's gorgeous. She's so smart and brilliant. I love her to pieces. She found me on YouTube by searching Instagram for business. It ended up that she lived 20 minutes West of where I was before I moved into Boston. And I'm like, okay, I need an intern. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, really? Like stat, can you come tomorrow? <laughs> so she worked for me for free for a month. And then I saw how smart she was and how awesome she was and quickly became a uh, an hourly employee. And then not too long after that, I, I put her on salary and now she's part of the team in a big way. Cause I treat my employees really well and I give bonuses from profit. So it's all good. Rachel's amazing. And she is in charge of high level strategy. I, my brain thinks much more day to day, week to week than big vision picture. I mean, okay. I, I know what I, I know what I envision that I want for our business, but strategically around content, that is not my strong suit. Rachel is so good at it. So Rachel puts together our content calendar based on the commitments that we have made collectively. So Morgan on my team runs all the systems automation and the back end of my business. She's certified in Entreport. She has a degree in engineering management, and she's brilliant. So she does all the, the back end. I'm able to be front facing, speaking, teaching, entertaining, doing my stories. And often Morgan and Rachel on our team meetings, which we have at least three to four times a week, will tell me specifically what I need to be doing. Um, meaning, okay, Sue, here's an example. Today we released a blog. The blog is all about how to use Instagram stories for your brand. So you should link that up in the show notes for sure. It just got released. And when we have a blog released and we do this every week, we change out the links on Instagram. We have bit.ly links so that we can track them. We know how many clicks we get. And the link on the Instagram expert, which is my business account, and the link on Subi Zimmerman, which is my personal account, both have that same blog post link. So we know how many clicks go to our blog. And the reason we take people to our blog once a week is so that we can nurture them and retarget them with Facebook ads. And so we our, 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 our ultimate goal is to get to opt into our free Instagram strategy guide, which is also on our blog when you land there. But some people don't opt in. So we can retarget everyone that visits this great piece of content that we have created collectively based on our goals. You know what our goals are? Our financial goals. Like what do we want to accomplish for the year? Excellent. What what do we want to accomplish every quarter? And how are we going to do that? And what are we going to sell? So we have an Instagram stories um, class coming up. And we did one when Instagram stories got launched in, in August soon yeah. after. And this, and this was different than anything else we had done. This was a class that only cost $20 to pay for, to learn about Instagram stories with me for an hour. And my hourly rate is $500 when I do strategy sessions. Mm. So an hour with two for $20 is a no brainer. We had never 
done a paid webinar before. We usually sell my Ready, Set, Graham course, which is my signature flagship course that lives on my website that you can link if you want. That is, um, you know, that's for people with under 500 followers. That's for people who are new to Instagram, or that's for people who have not yet made money on Instagram. So we got very niche in this particular course, instead of saying, I teach Instagram to everybody. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so now, so now we're on the blog and our content is created based on what we're going to be selling. So soon in about within the next two weeks, and we're recording this January 12, 2016, but in the next two weeks, you'll start to see a campaign around the webinar that people will be invited to join so that they can pay to learn all about the newer features in Instagram stories. And there are so many, in fact, the whole morning, and the reason I wanted to push you back a little bit is the whole morning I've been head, head down building out this webinar and it's really, really, really good. This is Content Academy. We have a content calendar. We, when, when we're selling something, we give our list a rest. There's usually white space for two to three weeks. And then we go into other campaigns. In uh, February and March, I am a proud partner with Marie Forleo. So you're going to see a heavy campaign around me and B-School and why I joined and what it's done for my business and all that good stuff. So uh, we're very conscious of who we partner with. We, we partner with, you know, Marie Forleo and Amy Porterfield. And I partner with some of the tools that I use in my business, like Entreport and Lead Pages and um, a few of these other tools that we incorporate into our optimization of running a small business. So we're very conscious of who we partner with, who we align with, and always, always, always having it be on point with our branding and who I am as a person and my core personal and business values. And so a lot of businesses don't do a content calendar. They just like they just run from the seat of their pants every day. And that is ridiculous. You cannot run a successful business that way. Um, Rachel and Morgan hold me, uh, the entrepreneur with 500 ideas every day, kind of focused and accountable with intention and discipline so I can be productive. And it's just, it's just who I am. I mean, I, I'm constantly uh, thinking of creative ways to do things differently, but you've got to go deep. You've got to go really deep in the space that you want to be known in. And that's what I've been showing up doing for four years. And are there other people teaching Instagram? Of course there are. Um, do they teach it differently? Yeah. And so I always say it's your personal, it's your personality, your experiences and your character that are reasons why people choose to do business with you. And I believe a lot of the reason people choose to do business with me is because I walk the talk every day, right? Yeah, no, I mean, that all that really comes true as well. And it's it's really interesting topic. And I suppose the fact that you're talking about having successful, you know, business goals and having everything aligned and congruent. We recently did, um, you know, we did a survey of bloggers in Ireland. And, and what we found was quite interesting. We found, you know, 50 to 60 percent of people are blogging less than two years. So they're in that, you know, that early stage. They've started out. They've got a little bit of success. And what was jumped off the page to us was um, the majority of people singled out Instagram as the number one platform that they wanted to learn more about when it came to social media uh, and actually mm. promoting their business. Um, and I suppose it's one of the reasons which Phil was saying, look, we've got to get Sue on the podcast. And I was like, okay, yeah. okay, make it happen, man. Um, and <laughs> I suppose the, the biggest question we see is people are, they're a little bit confused. They're starting out. They want to 
how many posts should they put out a day? You know, don't put out too many photos. You might lose followers. Yeah. And, and how should, what should they do with their stories? And should they go personal and have a business account or do you, yeah? Uh, do do you want me to fo- yeah? Do you want me to focus on tactics for stories or do you want me to focus on tactics for Instagram? Um, I can do both if you if that's what your listeners would appreciate but you can drive this conversation based Ooh, on what it, you want. that's a it's a tough one to call i tell you what we'll, we'll, we'll go okay. with with the instagram posts um because i think some people are still a little bit shy about getting in front of the camera or certainly they seem to be creating barriers for themselves there that they don't have the best looking backgrounds or they haven't had their hair or their nails done or you know and I yeah think, i think let, a lot of people are more comfortable putting out photos yeah. they can stick a filter okay. on well, let me, yeah, let me talk about that. But let me first talk to the, about the naysayers that say, oh my God, my hair is gray. I have wrinkles. My teeth aren't straight. You know, I don't live in a pretty place. At the end of the day, it is really the content and the way they share it in a consistent branded way that gets people's attention. And everyone has something in their house or their environment that they can use. I Ideas come to me so easily and quickly. I do not storyboard my Instagram stories. I wake up kind of knowing what is the content that I need to focus on for the day or the week or the month. And I, I, I design stories around that. And you can be sure that I'll be designing a story around branding and what it is so that I can drive traffic to the link in my bio. What everyone needs to hear about Instagram stories is that you can get discovered in the explore tab if you do them, if you do them, yeah. because there, there are people who I discover that I don't even follow on Instagram when I'm in the explore tab. And that's really where people should be spending the most time discovering is in the explore tab because your Instagram with the new algorithm is showing you things based on your engagement. So you should only be double tapping, liking, and commenting on things that give you value and not just to be nice, to get a follower. I only see awesome, awesome creative inspiration in my newsfeed every day because I don't follow everybody. If you looked at my follow ratio, I follow 354 people on the Instagram expert and I have 45,000 followers and I follow um, 447 on my personal, and I have almost 45,000 followers there as well. And the reason I'm very, very selective as to who I follow is because I only want to see things that are going to give me ideas. And so a lot of people on Instagram think, and this one guy commented on my post on the expert today, and he's like, I learned so much from you and I'm following all your tips and all this and that. And I kind of called him out because he was following 7,500 people. And anyone wow. that's, anyone that's following 7,500 people are following that many people because they're playing the follow for follow game. I mean, it's like yeah. so obvious to me. Yeah. It's like you follow me, I follow you, and then we'll be happy. Well, that's not how it works. If you want to grow your business and attract the people that you're meant to be doing business with, you have to be very intentional with not only what you post, but how you engage on Instagram because Instagram shows you content in your explore tab based on that engagement. So if you want to grow and discover more, you should be spending that time in the engagement. And if you're not doing Instagram stories, you won't even have a chance to get engaged. Now you don't have to literally be on camera 
to be doing good Instagram stories. Some days when I'm like, oh, I'm not going to put myself, I just worked out. Or I might be like, I just don't want to be on camera today, but I'll still craft a really good story. And thankfully, like you mentioned, I have a cute dog that everybody loves. So Cody can always be like my sidekick, but, but there's always, you know, there's always interesting things to talk about as long as you're not giving call to actions and selling in your stories and being really pushy, like that's not what people want. People want to see things in the stories that they don't see in your Instagram feed It because it disappears. You want them to keep coming back for more. I mean, it sounds like you watch my stories on a regular basis and that makes me happy. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Cool. Uh, because I love seeing that insight into your world. I'm I'm not actually looking at your stories to learn about Instagram or get some tips. I'm just curious to see what Sue's up to today. Good. Mm-hmm. I love it. So it's kind of like I can broadcast my own video channel and people can come with me. So there's this whole intimacy around me as an individual and me, the owner of a small business. And so some people are like, oh my God, I love you because you have such a potty mouth. And some people are (laughs) like, oh my gosh, I love that you eat a rainbow every day and you hydrate. And I, you know, again, it goes back to, I travel, I take people with me whenever I travel. So it's, I'm I'm an interesting person to follow because it's never the same environment. Um, so I, I'm very conscious of shaking things up. I'm also conscious of my personal Instagram stories being more personal and my business Instagram stories being more tailored towards Instagram tips and strategies. Cause I think that that's super important. You need to show up in your stories the same way that you show up in your feed. Creating great content, finding an audience, building engagement, monetizing your blog. This is Content Academy. How often should I post? Because most successful people don't tend to post too much uh, on Instagram, certainly a lot less than other social media platforms. And then, you know, are there any rules or any kind of general guidelines? Like, you know, we would include text and quotes in our Instagram, uh, some of our photos, for example. But people often wonder, should they include text or should they not? So I suppose any general tips along those lines, too, would be fantastic. Yeah. So I've been posting less frequently, especially with the new algorithm. I get a lot more engagement over the period of two to three days. And if you look at some of my posts, you'll see that Um, I'm skipping. I used to post twice a day and then I was down to once a day and I'm like, oh, good. I can (laughs) probably post four times a week now. And I still get a lot of engagement because I am interviewed on so many podcasts. So the amplification of what happens with my content from contributing to blogs or being on like Michael Stelzner's social media marketing show on a Friday or an interview like this, people discover me or I become a suggested account follow. Somebody followed me and she's like, wow, you, Tony Robbins, Marie Forleo. Um, I'm like, I'll take it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you, you want to, you know, so I, I like that I'm a suggested follower for anyone wanting to learn Instagram. I also know that a lot of people follow me that just lurk. Some of those people are probably in their teens. And so my engagement rate is not fabulous for the amount of followers I have, but I don't care because at the end of the day, it's my opt-ins and my conversions that matter. So people judge me on Instagram and they're like, oh my gosh, you have 45,000 followers, but you don't even get like 300 likes per photo. I'm like, I don't, because I don't 
I don't do anything to gamify Instagram. I don't use any bots. Mm. I don't use people in China or India to comment on my posts and like them. Yeah. I just don't play the games. So there's so many de- there's games that people are playing. Um, you don't know what to believe often with with that engagement, but the real engagement happens when you read the comments. So I I tell people just read what people are writing on my posts because that says it all. Right. Yeah, and I mean, in terms of driving that engagement and getting those comments, is there anything in particular, any advice you could give to our audience in terms of what they should be doing to help kind of invite engagement? I know a lot of people will just stick up some photographs, maybe if they're out and about or they'll have like, I mean, for instance, we'll pull quotes from today's show and they'll go out in our Instagram feed. But in terms of inviting that in, that uh, engagement, is there anything you'd, you'd say our audience should be doing? Yeah, well, I do a couple of things. Um, I have a couple of different Facebook groups. So often I will grab the URL if the post was a really good educational post that's getting a lot of engagement. Often when I do my video tutorials on the Instagram expert, I want to share that with my VIPers inside of Ready, Set, Gram or inside of one of my coaching groups. So I will literally go to Instagram.com, click on my account and click on the link to that Instagram photo. Every single Instagram photo or post has its own unique So I will grab that URL and I will put it in my Facebook group and I will mention to people, Hey, come on over and check this out on Instagram. Mm. And, you know, and if you come over, please leave a comment. I mean, my goal is to get people to like and comment without being too pushy or aggressive, but I'm from Boston. So I ask people to do a lot of things. (laughs) Well, it's interesting you say that actually I wrote a blog post, got it. It's going back a while now, but um, it was basically stating that if you, cross posts so if you post on instagram but have it automatically set to go out on your facebook page you can it actually drives 23 percent more engagement on your facebook page have you found anything similar to that i do not post directly from instagram to anywhere because i want my followers on instagram to feel like it's exclusive to the platform however with that said on my facebook page which you can link up in the show notes where i talk about tips tools and instagram strategies Mm -hmm. there as well we will take a photo that I've posted on Instagram and we will have a different caption for it on Facebook. So okay. there, there's the branding consistency with the imagery on Instagram to Facebook, but it's not literally the same content that you're reading. Because again, I want to be consistent with everything, but I also want people to come to Instagram to get the nuggets that I teach on Instagram, which are different than what I teach anywhere else. So I do not push to Twitter. I do not, I do not, I feel like content needs to be organic to the platform. And by pushing content from one platform to another, I have the luxury of being actively on those platforms. I also have the luxury of spending time engaging, which is so important. You cannot just post and dash. Yeah. You you can't just check it off your to-do list. Oh, good. I, I posted on Instagram. You need to stick around for at least 15 minutes to respond to the comments that you're getting and the questions. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, even just a quick reply can mean the world of difference in terms of your followers and feeling like they're actually valued and getting some engagement and value from you, the owner of the account. That's a massive one. In terms of hashtags, obviously, we have a lot more going on on Instagram now than we used to before with the discover features and stuff like that. But in terms of hashtags on your updates, traditionally, that was how you were found. It was the use of proper hashtags. In terms of using those hashtags, we found that 11 seems to be where we get a lot more engagement. 
yourself is there anything any kind of things you would say that you use or specific hashtags that you find work really well for you um so 7 to 11 is the industry amount that has data behind it to back mm. that that's those are the magic numbers I um I know which ones work for me. I also want your listeners to know that on my website, subizimmerman.com slash HH, we have a hashtag handbook with 35 industries that we spent hours and hours and hours researching Excellent. the best, the best hashtags for those industries so that you don't attract spam bots and and you know, people that you're not meant to be serving. So that might be a good uh link for you. It's, Absolutely. it's under 30. Yeah, we'll pop under 30 yeah, it's under 30 bucks, so it's really cheap. Yeah, and I mean it's just it's just funny. I mean, you spoke you speak about the spam bots there as well. The amount of times well, I know we've got it, we just get comments that don't make any sense. That they're not clearly just a bot or someone who hasn't even really taken the time to to look at the content properly, and they're just putting up nice pic, nice photo, great Instagram account, and you're kind of going, well, you know, it doesn't really strike as something I want to reply to. That it's an actual conversation. They're merely yeah, doing I block it. them. I block all those people. They don't mess with me. Oh, there you go. So that's how you get rid of them, folks. So I'm conscious we're getting yeah. on for time. So I don't want to hold on to you sure. for too much longer. I have sure. two more questions I want to ask. But before I go there, Paul, have you any more? Um, I suppose one uh, one quick one is, you know, where you would say you're putting funny posts or bringing memes or bringing an element of entertainment. Um, have you any tips for people who might be thinking that that is a good idea for their business? Yeah, so I bring the entertainment mainly into my Instagram stories, but you can do fun things like use Snapchat filters and save it to your camera roll. You can use tools like Hyperlapse, which speeds up a video over time, and you can upload that to your Instagram stories, or you can use Boomerang, which is inside. Um, you can even use GIFs. As long as it's 24 hours in your camera roll, anything goes in an Instagram story. So I think the more creative and entertaining you can be, again, as long as it's on point with your business and branding, um, the more engagement or at least the more viewership and retention you're going to get for your stories and your content. If you're talking about your Instagram posts, I am not a proponent of quote overlay on photos. It's not my thing. I don't teach it. I believe that people want to emotionally be pulled into your experience and feel like they're experiencing what you're experiencing. And anyone that's doing, I think it's just the easy way out is using Canva and using uh, tools that just do text overlay. I only do text overlay when it's a blog post I want your yeah. attention on, or it's a webinar and I want you to read the text, but I want you to feel like you're experiencing my experiences. Also, um, if I have a quote and I do on my Instagram expert, every 12th post is a quote and I use a tool called Planoly to help me visually organize my post and mentally organize my post now. And I've recently started using this for the past month or so, and I'm able to continue with my Instagram logo theme in a way that is cohesive and on point. And I'm able to plan my posts according to when I know people are on there. So I'm very conscious of using that. So I use that for the Instagram expert. I use later media for my personal account. Um, same kind of opportunity to plan your Instagram posts. They both have a app for the phone where you can use and you, you get a push notification when you set your schedule to post it. So back to the, the, the quotes, every 12th post on the Instagram expert, I have a quote, but my quote 
is done on a white background, it's usually somebody else's content. So it's user yeah. it's uh, user generated content from someone else. And I only post quotes that are funny and that I would actually say or fall into my branding. So I have a hashtag, hashtag every 12th post and don't you dare start using it anybody listening <laughs> um don't crash tag my hashtag that's what i say i don't um, think anyone's gonna message you so <laughs> yeah but it's a good it's a good hashtag for me because if anyone wants to look at my quotes you just tap on um my hashtag and see every 12th post so it's kind of fun those are all my quotes this is content academy I could just pick your brain on that actually we have recently found our own hashtag that we've started using uh we reached we recently launched the 30 minute blogger series in january uh where it's a blog post a day 30 minutes a day to help you better your blogging efforts and the hashtag 30 min blogger is ours exclusively ours in terms that no one else has used it before when you search it that's all you will find is our content do you recommend that everyone should find a hashtag like that that they can really try and own Tell me the tell me the name of the, your hashtag again. Thirty min blogger. So it's a thirty minute blogger is the series, and we've shortened it down to thirty min blogger. Yeah. So um, you, I don't love the way you're doing your account because it's very confusing. If I do, if I wasn't on a call with you and I was doing an audit on this, there is nothing consistent going on here. There's no consistent uh, type style. There's no consistent coloring. There's no consistent content. It's kind of all over the map. You guys are, I mean, you guys are adorable. I mean, you guys as individual are cute. I see you occasionally, but there's nothing consistent here. I'm looking at um, food with, I'm, I'm looking at scrambled eggs with bacon, looking vote for Pedro, like who's he and I don't even care. Like I, 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 a creative coffee with an emoji. I don't even know what that means. So you're working out. I'm just so confused. There is nothing here that says content Academy to me. Nothing. Oh, okay, there you and go. Even, and, he, and even the post with Ian that you did, which is a really nice quote and a great photo, that belongs like on Facebook. That belongs on Twitter, not Instagram. People want to feel emotionally pulled in to what you're doing. So a better picture would have been the two of you behind your mics casting uh, with Ian Clary and right, showing okay. us and showing us behind the scenes. It makes it real. Um, it's just, are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely yeah. yeah. I'm absolutely delighted that you've pointed all that stuff out because essentially, you know, we can learn with our audience and actually improve yeah. that as well. You know, it's kind yeah. of one of those things. That of course, you're learning along, with everyone. So. Yeah, of course, no problem. So uh, one more thing and then I'll answer your question. So yeah. even this picture that you posted about inspiration in Trinity College, nothing like a brisk walk around campus to get your brain firing. Well, what do you mean? What are you talking about? What's the depth of that, that I can read it for me, not for you, and get some value out of it? Where's the value for me? I mean, you're basically telling me you're getting inspiration at this beautiful location. What does inspiration look like to you? Where do you get your creative energy and why? Why do you need to have white space in your life? Like, go deeper with your stories. You get 22 characters on Instagram, and you can use it like a micro blog. Now, Back to your hashtag, 30-minute blogger. That would make sense to me if your Instagram account was better. Um, there, there's no, you're not even using it in your Instagram account. Your Instagram account should literally 
have your faces on it. If you two are the guys behind this, like Content Academy, no one even knows what that is. And it's gray and I can barely read it. I can't even read your avatar. Your name should be in there so that we get the human piece of this business, which is who you guys are. Yeah. And Content Academy in your description in your bio where you wrote that with the emojis, there's SEO there. So if Content Academy is for bloggers, you need to have the word blogger in there because bloggers will find your Instagram account if they type in blogger in the search tab on Instagram. So you're missing a huge opportunity for SEO there. Um, yeah. Did that help? Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything, everything helps. Sue. Everything helps. Uh, so I appreciate Good. you taking the time to even have a look at that. Greatly appreciate it. Um, yeah, no worries. And what you should be doing in your Instagram stories <clears throat> is not showing me the snow in Dublin in a car in a tunnel. I don't care if it, what you should be showing is your day leading up to this interview with me and tagging me. So I'd get a notification and people following you understand that that episode is going to be coming in the future that you're interviewing me. I mean, or if it's not interviewing me, it's something else that you're doing in your business content related. If you're all, if you're the content Academy and you're showing me snow, there's, there's just a disconnect. Excellent stuff. Listen, Sue, I really appreciate that. Before we let you go, I have one question. I always ask every guest on the show and it is simply this. Can you give us one thing that you have learned over your years of experience that you wish you knew when you started? So so I believe that you need to spend and invest money in those individuals who have had the success that you hope to have in your business in, you know, who, who are walking the talk and, and don't just let them tell you, oh, I can help you do six figures or seven figures if you buy this course. You need to do the work and check their references, check the people who are in the course, check the people who have graduated and make sure that they're true to their word because so many people come to me after the fact and are helpless and they've lost their trust and it's hurting the whole industry. Um, you know, people are promising things that they're not delivering. And so it saddens me that people spend money and waste money from people who are not delivering on their promise. So delivering on your promise and then you as the consumer making sure that you're doing diligence with getting those um, references. So thanks very much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. Um, before you go, where can people find you if they haven't uh, found you already? Yeah. So I'd like to give everyone a challenge that listens to me in their ears on these podcast interviews. I challenge you all to do a hashtag Sue B made me do it. And you guys are included and post something on Instagram using that hashtag so that you will be curated in that hashtag hub. And I'll see that picture. And maybe it's a selfie. Maybe it's a desky. Maybe it's your favorite view out your window, but whatever it is, I want to know that you listen to this podcast and that you got value. And there's been one amazing takeaway so that I can continue teaching the things that people really appreciate and want to learn. It's the way that I, I kind of hold myself accountable is by the feedback I get from all the listeners on all these great podcasts. And then the second thing is make sure that you visit my website, 
SueBZimmerman.com. I have a free Instagram strategy guide for all of you. It's 17 pages long. It is free with your email. You give me your email. I give you this guide. We stay in touch over time. Every week you get content from me that's going to make you feel smarter and make you feel like you can work smarter and not harder, especially on Instagram. Excellent stuff. We'll make sure to have links to all of that in today's show notes. Sue, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Uh, Give our love to Mr. Cody and we'll chat to you again (laughs) soon. Okay, take care, you guys. This is Content Academy. Well, there you have it, Paul. That was quite some episode with Sue. Um, Went on a little bit longer than most interviews, but oh boy, did we get schooled. Yeah, we most certainly did. Our Instagram accounts and our Instagram strategy, well, let's just say the game entirely needs to be upped. And I'm, I'm glad Sue pointed it out because it would have been so much easier for her just to go, oh, yeah, that, that's a great account, lads. Yeah, yeah, fair play. So um, a couple of things that were, were highlighted to me, and, and probably the, the first is the difference between you know trying to emotionally engage with your audience versus just showing random pictures and kind of random stuff that's interesting because maybe you're traveling and you're working. So in essence, you know, I suppose the key difference after thinking about it is that um, Sue might, you know, tell a story and include her dog, Mr. Cody or, or whatever. But that story then has a point where it's adding a little bit of value to the to the follower and it's kind of getting people to to click on the link in the bio, which brings me to the second point. But I'll park that one there for the moment. Whereas you know, especially in our earlier Instagram photos, and I cringed as, as she was pointing out because I was thinking, oh God, that's from about a year ago. Um, we were a little bit random in what we were posting and it might not necessarily have been driving the value. So drive value and the emotional connection, it's not one or the other. And I think that was the fundamental thing which which I've certainly taken away. Uh, and again, we'll have to kind of, you know, see what we make of that. And the second point of having the link in the bio let me come back to that. But if you want that you want to add to that, Phil, or any other takeaways from from Sue Savage and our Instagram account, I, I I do and I don't. I mean, you've pretty much covered what I was thinking. Um, it's I think one of the things that we've missed, and maybe you guys listening at home may miss this as well, is that at its core, at its essence, Instagram, while it is obviously largely based around photography and now video. It is a microblogging platform. Um, and I think that's maybe where I got confused with it. And, and We put out the pictures like you say, Paul, and kind of some quotes and some of it looks very, looks very nice and we take some time to design those. But in essence, it's just a caption underneath and a couple of hashtags. And, there's, you know, unless it is a quote from one of our podcast guests, there's no real value in terms of an extra added bit of information or, you know, something for you guys when you're looking at it to take away from it. So I think for me, it kind of brought that back to the realization that, hang on a minute, this is actually a microblogging platform and we need to start using it as such, not just solely as a promotion platform, I suppose. Yeah, and it's actually amazing because a lot of the stuff that Sue was looking at was from before Instagram Stories was launched. And now you, my view on it is kind of Instagram Stories is fantastic for telling that personal story or making that emotional connection, but with a business point. So as she's saying, you know, we should be maybe blogging about our day on Instagram stories and kind of highlighting the fact that she was coming on as a guest and, you know, getting people kind of 
seeing the personal side, getting that connection, but then also aware of getting a little bit of value, getting a little bit of hype, a little bit of focus. And I certainly think now with that, that means that your Instagram picture posts, um, the game needs to be up. And as you're saying, a microblog, you can get a lot of information into the text within uh, the comment or the microblogging area uh, of an image. So uh, I think that really has challenged people to up their game and be a bit more strategic about their content as opposed to, you know, my view on Instagram probably 12 months ago would have been, oh yeah, look, I'm in a coffee shop with Phil. We're getting ready to go and do something exciting, go to a conference, take a picture, bang it out on Instagram. Don't think that's what we're going to be doing in future because... Well, I think we can do that. that. Well, I think we can do that, but I think we need to expand on it. I think that's what Sue was saying that, you know, I know she, she called out a picture from uh, from Trinity College and said, okay, well, that's where you get your inspiration from. But from the person looking at it, well, what did they get from it? And that that was something that I, I have to be honest, I didn't really think about. And, um, you know, as we said in, in, in the interview, you know, we, we got to learn a little bit now as well with you guys. So, I mean, there was plenty in there from Sue Paul, not only the fact that she uh, disseminated our Instagram account, and I'm grateful for her for doing that. But in terms of some of the, the other lessons that she, that she called out, I think there was some real nuggets in there, Um, you know, that you really have to, you know, you have to get set up and you have to be committed to showing up. I think that was a big thing that that's the problem I think that Sue was highlighting and we've seen it over the years with people who've come and gone in very in various uh, businesses we we we've ran is that you know yep. it's getting up and running can be easy the barriers to entry now are, are particularly low in terms of the tech but it's the the kind of staying power that seems to kind of see a lot of people off not the actual the actual sales or the income or the tech it's actually their their ability to to hang on in there yeah and what does that come from that comes from not having you know a a process to deliver the tactical stuff day to day and then not having you know a plan in place to actually work on on the strategic stuff you know month to month quarter to quarter to bring the income in as you say, it's nearly so easy to get started. And there's, there is, uh, you know, you do get a buzz when you create that website or you publish that first post and you, you start populating social media. But then without structure, without organization, and as Sue was saying, without showing up every day, you're not going to get the success, which is going to allow you to actually turn that into, whether it's a hobby blog with a side income or a full-time business or whatever it is. So, I mean, that is really fundamental and it is missed time and time again you know there's a lot of people spend the money on web hosting and they just leave it there and never actually do anything with it it's you know maybe it's only a small bit of money but it could be a big waste of time um the one thing that i the other thing which really came out at me phil and it's something that i'm very excited about and delighted that in you know we're going to have morgan who's a member of sue's team come on and talk about this a little bit more detail with us who is kind of more hands-on more kind of you know planning things out week to week but was having a new piece of content published on a weekly basis having that as the primary link across all platforms and then effectively using facebook pixel which in essence that means if you you know click on a, a blog post or an article and you might come to my website facebook pixel picks that up and then that gives me the ability to then advertise to you on facebook meaning you're on facebook you're now seeing me in a second or a third place and if there's a compelling offer you know it could be a you know free training free course free webinar you know even paid services whatever it could mm. be 
you now have a, a kind of funnel or a way to get people onto your list so that they, you know, yeah, they might come on your website and they might bounce after maybe a minute or two after reading something, but they might have this come a second time and then you have a way to target those people. And that's, that is really something which is being missed by a, by a lot of people. And in essence, that's a great way just to target growing your email list and, you know, having a, a step as to how are you eventually going to monetize or sell. And that I think is something which, you know, people need to kind of think about and have a look at because we didn't get into it too much, but that is very, very powerful. Phil, what, what did you make of having, having links across different, you know, sites and having focused content on a weekly basis? Well, I mean, it's essential. Again, it's consistency. It's showing up. I mean, obviously, changing the links across the, the social platforms is something we do um, on a regular basis with our Instagram. Um, we generally, as as you guys will know, when you when you when a new episode goes out on the podcast, uh, we will link to the latest episode unless we've got something else running at the at the at that time that we decide. Yeah. You know what? Let's let's leave that link in play. Maybe it is an opt in that we're running at the moment for our email list, or it's an event, or you know whatever it might be. So, but I mean essentially what it boils down to is that consistency that showing up that fresh piece of content every week and having a plan for promoting it and as sue said herself you know it's all about driving her opt-in she doesn't care so much people say oh well you only you don't get any you don't get more than 300 likes on a post and you don't get this or that and she's like i don't care the primary goal is to get people across to my site and into my opt-in and she's happy How- with, she's happy with that and that's that's great she knows her goals and she, she's she's killing it how interesting is that we have the instagram experts got forty five thousand plus followers you know and she's using it as a way to build a list an email list Mm. which she can eventually sell to she's not trying to get a thousand likes per post she's not trying to drive engagement make it higher and higher on instagram she's saying yep you like what i'm doing maybe a comment or two here and there come over here. Here's some really great stuff. And look, she wasn't shy. She dropped a lot of links on our podcast. Some were free and some were paid, but all was valuable content because that was the end goal for her. And it's very much, I imagine the same with with Instagram. It's as we're saying, it's directing people to to links, not necessarily staying on, the, on that platform. So if the Instagram expert is advising to do it, then perhaps you should be even looking at, maybe you don't have an email list, or maybe you need to kind of start there because Instagram is a way to connect with people. It's not the end game. And I think that is fairly, you know, it's massive. It's huge. It's colossal. Yeah. And that kind of joining everything together, um, we could have stayed. And that podcast was edited. It was was reduced in time because simply we only had so much time to talk. And again, this these, this kind of, I suppose, us uh, dissecting the podcast has probably gone on a little bit longer than it should as well. But there's just, there's so, just much so much there that there, I think yeah. is fundamental and it's been missed by so many so um anything else you'd like to add before no we well i mean just uh, i mean as, as you mentioned we are gonna have morgan on who is a uh, part of sue's team to talk a little bit more in depth about the content creation side and how they plan that stuff out and the systems in play but just going back to the email opt-ins and and, and growing growing your list and um, for anyone listening who perhaps hasn't started growing their list there is um some resources available on the 30 minute blogger we'll put a link to them in the show notes today you can go and check those out but also if you want to get a free 
30-day trial of ConvertKit. There's a link in the show notes today there. ConvertKit are actually going to run a 72-hour list-building challenge that uh, is going to be good fun. That's running from Thursday, February 16th through Saturday, February 18th. And we'll make sure to have links to all of that in today's show notes. But do check that out as well if you're looking to get your list up and running very, very quickly. So again, in today's show notes, and you can find them. It's content.academy forward slash episode 63. It's episode 63 for all of today's show notes. You have been listening to the Content Academy podcast. If you would like to comment on any of today's show or subscribe to the series, find us at content.academy forward slash podcast.